We saw last night that there are three different parts of the process of baking bread. And if the Yid gets involved in any one of these processes, so that's fine, even to a small degree. Putting the bread in, lighting the oven, blowing the coals, throwing in the toothpick. All these are sufficient because, as the Lush and the Mechaber is, it's only for a hecker. We should keep in mind that we should be moved to and Agayim. Uh, the very last minute of the Shia last night, I mentioned the Machlech is about the light bulb, which I'm sure we'll get back to from time to time because everything we discuss now is going to be again Kufiud Gimel as well. Uh, what is Machshir, the oven? And there were those who held that if you have a light bulb, it's adding heat to the chamber, you have a burning filament, and that's Aish. Uh, if you have a cold fluorescent, uh, I don't know, fluorescent cold? Uh, pretty much, right? So that's not going to work. But you have a regular old-fashioned uh, light bulb, and uh, Yid screws it in, so then it's adding heat to the chamber, and others argue that that's not good enough. It has to be a chalik from the fire. I remember, um, I used to, um, when I set up new companies in the OU many, uh, <coughs> many, many years ago, uh, I used to send out various mashkichim to do initial inspections and, and write reports, once in a blue moon, if I happened to be in the area where I felt there was a need to go, I went myself. So I remember one time I was on, on my way to Toronto for a visit, and um, there was a new company that applied that was making brownies in Buffalo. And Buffalo is a hop, skip, and a jump. If you're, uh, if you're on the way, you know where you're going. Of course, I didn't know where I was going, but they didn't have GPSs then. But uh, we found it. It wasn't that far. And it was very interesting. You make brownies, so he's making a lot of brownies. So he, um, he had a tunnel oven. If you don't know what that is, kishmai kahu, right? It's a long, goes on a belt. You put the brownies in, and it goes at a certain temperature for a long time. It goes through a long tunnel, and the heat is evenly distributed, and uh, underneath the belt is a fire, and, it's, um, and it goes, and it's uh, supposed to be done by the time you're finished. So this guy... Uh, wanted Pas Yisrael. A guy, a machmer. He wanted Pas Yisrael, which again, the rule by the OU, any, any national hechsher, if it doesn't say it, it's not. General rule. If it doesn't have an OU, it's not kosher. If it has an OU, it doesn't say Pas Yisrael, it's not Pas Yisrael. People always ask me, is this Pas Yisrael? Is this Yasha? If it doesn't, whatever they do, if, they, it, if it is, they like to advertise it. The company, that is. More market share. So occasionally you'll see Pats Yisrael in Hebrew or in, or in English lettering. Uh, occasionally you see Yashem, but that's usually only if it has other multiple Hashem as well. Um, the Chal of Yisrael, I don't even know if they have any, but uh, they do, they're going to say it. So anyway, so this guy wanted Pats Yisrael, so I walked in, I remember he said, Rabbi, can we set up a system where we're going to have the, the brownies going to be very Jewish? So I said... Uh, I said, well, that's what I came to check out. I heard you had, a, had an idea. So he said, yeah, the other rabbi told me that if I put a little flame underneath the belt as it's traveling in the tunnel, so that'll make it past Yisrael. So I said, well, okay, let me see what you did. He had it all set up when I came. So if you picture a tunnel over there, had like every, uh, let's call it every three, four feet. So there was a whole, whole line of flames. Pretty hard to there. There's a whole picture uh, thing with little holes in it. It's a bunch of flames coming out. And the brownies are going slowly over the flames. 
So um, this fellow, uh, this plant was not that big, so they, they shut down at night. So whatever tikkun we're going to make, so we have to set it up. It's got to stay. It doesn't want to spend too much money on the gas feeding this thing. So I, he took me underneath, and I looked underneath, and he had taka, a candle, like a, it, was a, it was another thing. It was the size of a candle, separated from the rest of the burners. So I'm looking, looking, he said, Rabbi, over there, over there. I said, that? So he said, yeah, yeah, now you got it. That's the one. He had a separate thing, and he said, I want you to light that. So I said, uh, I don't know, I have to think about it. He says, uh, what's to think about it? He didn't know this whole shayla with a light bulb, but there has to be chaylik of the fire or not. And I started thinking, okay, it's not a light bulb. The OU position was a light bulb. It's not good. Uh, but it wasn't, the whole time the light bulb is that it has to be a chaylik of the flame that you're being machshir. Now, this flame was all over the place. Every uh, few feet, they had a whole set of flames. But all those flames did something. This was independent. As independent as a light bulb in the chamber would be, and probably adding as much heat. So uh, I intuitively thought there's a little better than a light bulb because it's. Uh, you looked at the things where they had a lot of flames shooting out. It was a bunch of single flames, and it ends up looking like a big fire. So it says a single flame on the side. Uh, so that was the Maila. The Chasar was Lamaisa, it wasn't really part of the regular. Uh, so um, I, uh, he didn't understand me, and I wasn't about to explain, to give him a whole shear on this. Uh, but I told him, can, we, uh, can I light one, which is more of the part of the regular one with the big fire? So he rolled his eyes, and he, uh, he said, okay, I'll fix, I'll fix one for you, and we'll do it that way. Uh, and that's what we ended up doing. I, I want to try and explain to him, I want something, a chilek of the actual fire. But that's due to this machlek, because I don't think exactly similar to the light bulb, but I want to do it according to our policy. So this comes up. What? No, 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 no. I, the understanding was I'd light it, then it stays lit. And we have people popping that little flame that I... It was going to be a little flame, but it was going to be part of the... When the, when the fl- rest of the flames go on, my flame will be part of that. won't be a separate... Uh, what? Yeah, well, pilot light is a myelin chisarin. When I, it's interesting. A kufya base doesn't even talk about pilot lights. A kufya gimel... Which is supposed to be more chamer. There, the Ramah says, talking about pyre lights, the Machabra completely disagrees. Even the first day, the Ramah disagrees. Pyre lights, Maila is that it's lighting the entire flame. The Chesarin is, it's not part of the flame at all, it's just lighting it. That's the Maila and the Chesarin. But this is going to be, when he turns it back on, this is going to be a, a, at least going to be a mirror with the rest of the fire. So the whole point was debatable, but I thought it would be, uh, thought it would be better. So, um, no, 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 no. So once, I, once he turns it back on, my flame is going to be part of his... Uh... But, but he shuts it off. Your flame goes off. No, 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 no. So we set it up in a way where it was, it was superimposed, but it was still part of the... Uh, it'll be mirrored with the rest of the flames. He didn't... He thought I was... He didn't understand what the problem was. And I wasn't going to explain to him. Even if I explained to him, I'm not sure what the problem, because he might say, no, I hold like the light bulb. I said, well, you're under the OU. So it's not going to help. Uh, so... Um, so anyway, it's, it's rare in any of these plants out of town we have Patsystrom, and this is the reason. Uh, we're going to get to later uh, turning on ovens with a touchstone phone. I'll get, that's a very interesting mice. We're going uh, <laughs> to get to that maybe even tonight. Uh, yeah? How do I trust him? How do you know that it doesn't shut off one day and he just Well, the truth is, is that normally when we're really relying on this, uh, we have a uh, we have a whole thing on the lock and keys. He doesn't relight the uh, the pilot. 
Um, and sometimes a pilot will blow out. This, I remember we had some cheshman that it was pretty secure and there wasn't a chance. It wasn't in tornado country and it wasn't, a, it, it could happen, but it's unlikely and uh, he could shut it down every night. But then if we pop in once and it's off, he's in big trouble. So we hope there's a, uh, the mirsas, but the, uh, the best way to do it when it's actual kashras and you have a bishul akum, shayla, where trafe or something goes wrong, we usually have it under lock and key. And it wouldn't be a bad idea over here, but I remember there was some cheshman why uh, it was very unlikely to, uh, to go off. Um, there's a, uh, as a matter of fact, you remind me, I'll probably remember when we get to the next sif, but uh, uh, Yaakov, I think you had asked me last night what happens if it goes off and then it's still hot, how long do you have to relight it? So that was actually a very practical question with another plant in uh, the Midwest, which was part of tornado country. And uh, remind me when we get to the next sif, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, that is no gas. All these things, it's interesting how a lot of these shaylas are written about in the Achorinim, a temporary kashrus, and dasu these things are extremely no gaya. Okay, let's take a look at uh, Pei Zion on page Lama Dalit. So we said that if the Yid does even a little bit, he uh, stokes the fire a little bit, throws in a toothpick, I raise a mutter. Hine, everybody see it? Lighting it, putting the pas in, or any one of the three. So most Akharanim say that you don't even have to bother doing a serious malacha. You can throw in the toothpick and that's fine the khathila. It's not only Bidyevin. And you can let the guy do the rest of it. Top line of page Lamad Hey. If you're doing a very small malacha, that's the first one. His first point was you could do any one of the three categories: lighting the flame, putting the putting the pas on. But that's a major malacha. But he says even if you do a small one, like throwing the toothpick in, as we said last night, Sami Shem say it doesn't work. Canals if can't pay gimel. We go with the Mechaber, and the Ramah doesn't argue, and even a small tikkun will help. Let's say you have a bakery in town. There are a lot of Yidin around. You can stop in the morning and actually light the fire, not rely on throwing in a kisim uh, somewhere along the way. Uh, many places can say that this eats even a small amount of addition is, is perfectly lechatchila. Miu Baruch Hashochan, the Hashochan argues near lechatchila and lismach al miyat malachas lachas kisim. He says the the toothpick is only b'diavet, and if you have the ability to fix it up a real way, meaning pick one of the three categories, you should do so. Linyan meisan near shamekal b'zei yeshlo al mein lismach meefsha b'kalas is malachal gemurah. But if you're there anyway, why not nachal lahachmer? Nafkamina would be in your house if you're there in your kitchen anyway, and for some reason you have a gaita doing the baking. So you're in your house, you're in the kitchen anyway. So do one of the serious categories: put the bread in or light the whole oven. Don't just rely on shlachas kisim, which would mean again our ovens anyway. We'll get later to pilot lights, which are pretty low down on the on the uh, on the on the pecking order as well. Uh, pilot lights, by the way, for home use are, are have gone out of style. Uh, when I grew up, that was not that long ago, pilot lights were still standard. I, I think they outlawed them. Um, they still have it in some industrial, what? 1990, uh, we basically uh, used it in our kitchen. And without the pilot lights... You can still get them. The guy in Lakewood sells them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So it has it has a mila. If you have a gate in the house, it has a mila. If you don't have one, then the pie light's the main way of doing this. If you're leaving uh, for the day, I mean, having a cook when you leave for the day is a separate kashrus issue. But, but for the uh, for the bishalakam and, and the pasach, the baking at home, the pie light is is a heter. We'll see how lechatchila. If you don't have a pie light, that's obviously not going to work. And he points out that everybody holds b'diavid. It's okay. The achashochas point is lechatchila is better to do a, a stronger malacha. <laughs> no, not exactly. I think it's got to be in the chamber. <laughs> it's got to be, although, you should know, if you have a lot of lights burning, it does get the oven hotter. Uh, as I said, who knows what the shear is? Uh, yeah, the oven, the oven, yeah, every, every oven has a light, yeah. Yeah, if that's a real regular bulb still. It does get, yeah. yeah. It's a regular incandescent. Why? They didn't put it in a fluorescent? They wouldn't. Yeah, it's a regular, it would what? It would survive. It wouldn't survive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. If it adds heat, you know what? If you if you don't have a pilot light and you're really stuck, it's certainly what to rely on. Bidyevid, although those who argue on a hold, there's nothing to rely on. Bidyevid. I'm I'm telling you, there's certainly kadayu lisma chalav b'shasat chak. That's for sure. He holds it's lisma chalav even b'shalav b'shasat chak. Pay ches. Whether it was during the process, when they did at the beginning, it doesn't make a difference. You're helping out category A of lighting it, helping the lighting, or category B of helping the baking. Now he gets to our modern Ranges and ovens. Hine bikirayim shalgaz hamitziyam ata. Miyisraman bias aish. If a Jew raises the flame, turns the knob. Zel kashlochas kisim beish. Matter of fact, it's better. It's at least as good as throwing the toothpick. If you raise it a little bit, so then it's even more. Shreiday pesichas haberes. When you what you're doing when you turn the uh, let's say something's being done on the stovetop, you're you're getting uh, more. You're opening the gas flow, and the fire is going to get bigger. Most of gaz beish. In the brackets, when the second wide line, is if you increase it a sizable amount, that even the achashochim would agree it's lachatchila. Most poskim say it's good even a tiny amount. Miu. Now this is an important point. That's a thermostat. So sometimes, we'll get to you in one minute, when you raise, if it's in the oven, you can raise the temperature and nothing moved because all you did was raise the temperature so it won't go off at 350, now it'll go off at 450. But that might happen a little bit down the road. So you didn't do anything now. So just stay on longer. I think this is Pasha. That doesn't help at all. Shareik, a savan la'el, a sivkat and aleph, lahalan rather, sivkat and sadi aleph, the heksha ide gromo, I'll get back to that in a minute, la mahani, you have to do a maisa. So now you should all be asking, which I, it's obvious he's going to mention that in the bracket, it's not even grom. It's, it, it, it's just, if it's on now, it'll stay on longer. When you raise the thermostat, it's just going to, it's going to cut off later. So it's not even groma, and he says groma's no good. You're not doing anything, it's just going to stay on longer. 
Yeah, if it's burning right now. You, you, there, is a, there are times you turn on, all of a sudden it's going to go on. One second. It's worse than Groma. It would have gone off, and now you're not letting it go off at 350. It's going to stay until 450. So that will not work. You've got to remember that. You can go and think you're, you're fixing something up. You're not doing anything. What do you have to do? You close it. You have to kind of open it again. That's if you're trying to raise the temperature. From ein eish bayer oz, like Tzadik Yudas said, if there's nothing on right now, I have a secret thermostat, but it's a shot. Stopped it already. Turned it off. Then you can certainly turn it on. Michadosh, that's certainly good. Shum shay de ma'isav yud log eish miyad, raise out log eish mamish. That's certainly fine. Yes, Avram. No, any participation. You could put the you could do nothing with the fire and put the bread in. Any one of these categories is fine. You don't have yeah, to be with the fire. If I, right, if I have a pot on, on the stovetop. Yeah. Um, that, for Bishal and you take it off you take it off and you put it back on, so then you just what, that, what that's if, good. What if I'm lowering the flame? What does that do for the juice? What do you mean? It prevents it from it's, burning? It's, it's as much part of cooking as the Okay. Okay. It's good shayla. When we get, it's not no get. It's not no get the pass. I mean, it could be no get the pass if the pass is burning. But he, we're going to talk about that when it comes to bishul. You're saying it could be no get the pass also. You see the pass is burning, and now you're uh, you're adjusting it. That's that's the first question. The right. second question is, I mean, with the modern ovens, you know, I use oven a lot, so I can I can I can tell you that, that if if I want to reset the temperature, I will cancel what was going on there right now. If, if it's a 350, you want to move it to 450, what do you do? If my oven didn't reach yet the set 350, right. then I would have to cancel out and re-enter in that, another bake cycle, bake 450. Why don't you just press the up button, the up arrow, and go move it to 450? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, so then you're in better shape. Look, if you turn it off, you turn it back on, you're fine. If, if that oven is already at 350, yeah. Yeah, he's just talking about a case where it's, it's still on and it's set to 350, you want to set to 450 and say, look, I'm raising it 100 degrees. And he's not doing anything. It's just going to turn, it's going to stay on until it reaches the 450 now instead of cutting off at 350. That's, right, all, that's right. all he's that's, saying. Okay, yeah, the yeah, like, guy with the burning and Kuftur Gimel, we're going to get to it. Yes? Well, that's, that's, that's exactly what he's saying. You have to raise the fire. It doesn't have to be a lot. Yeah, so much so that he's, this is, I think this is certainly less than Groma. It's not even Groma. It happens to be that the Racham will hold Groma is no good. And I'll give you an interesting case. You have to improve it? No. It doesn't have to be perceptible. It's just something that is improving it. That's the whole vert, is that you throw a toothpick in, you can't tell what the toothpick did, but you, you add it to the flame. That's good enough. I don't know if it improved the product, but it did something. Because uh, every piece of wood, it'll burn a little bit bigger. No. So if you turn it off and turn it back on, that's fine. But you've got to do something. Well, it's just point is a very simple point. If it's at 350 and you raise it and it didn't go up, then you didn't do anything. That's a very, very, very simple point. Um, the Grama is an interesting Shiloh. I had, a, um, I had a company in Alaska. Remember, I sent the Mashkir, they called me up. He says, uh, When do I dive in Mincha? So I said, What kind of Shiloh is that? So he said, It's dark here. So I said, You missed it. He said, It's been dark for days. 
<laughs> he said, where'd you, so where'd you send me? <laughs> he had a tain on me. So I don't know where he sent it. You have to check out the itinerary. I, myself, <laughs> I see where it is on the map. I didn't, uh, you know, so, um, so that's when we realized we had a problem because I couldn't get another mashkir to want to go there. It was in a new area. Uh, and it was a cannery. They were catching the stuff there and they were canning it there. It's a very short season and they can all the fish and then they're, they're good to go. And then after that, the uh, Eskimos come back in and live there in the igloos the rest of the time. Whatever. He was very annoyed about his davening. He says, I don't know what I'm going to do with chakras. Uh, it, was a, it was a mess. Anyway, um, so Jews are not meant to be visiting these places. We spoke about that once. So, um, so anyway, so I wanted, we're not going to go through it now. It's going to, you'll remind me when we get to Kufiud Gimel, the OU has a, they have chuvas on records, which are written very nicely to explain their policy. And they have a very famous chuva on their tuna fish which explains two things, two chidushim. There aren't that many coolers in the OU, but this is two of them. Uh, one is they don't have to identify each fish, which is a big machlekes. Amesha holds me the rice, you have to identify the fish or else it's no good. That's a pretty big machlekes. Uh, Dogim and the Haimisha brands are claiming they have mashkirch there to identify each fish. I'm saying claiming they're, they're trying their best. If he blinks, okay, but uh, the line is moving slow enough, we hope, that, uh, that uh, they're looking at each fish as they go, go, go along. Starkist and all the big canneries are not being, unless it's a special Pesach run, they have Mashkirch Tamidi, uh, there's no way anybody can afford to have a rabbi there 365 days a year. So they're relying on the Peskim that hold, uh, there aren't many, but they're relying on the Peskim that hold, that uh, the same government controls that Ramesha held, Lagabe, Saints for Lagabe, Chal of Yisrael, Chal of our companies, that they wouldn't mess it up because it'll cost them their reputation and their kanas and all that because the government will find them. Now, government inspectors also. So, uh, so same thing over here. The interesting thing is Ramesha was the Baal Machadish by the milk. And over here he says, but is not going to help. It's the milk is like a bottom. Ramesha held to me the rice. You have to identify each fish. It's not a pasuk. It's a big, big nafkamina. Uh, so when you buy, if you're buying non-pesadiko yutuna, you have to know that you're relying on that just as a consumer. I'm not saying it's not to rely on, but you have to know you're relying on the fact that not identifying each fish. That's number one. The salmon canneries are, um, are a little safer. They're relying on the fact that the salmon has a distinct color, and therefore that's its identification. A little bit scary because I uh, remember I used to keep in my office a couple of cans of, um, of shark that had the same pinkish, orange color. Uh, so just for a conversation, because people like coming to the office and talking and learning. So I had, had a few interesting, they had, one guy called it a museum, a few interesting things uh, on my shelf there. Um, it's, that head is also not so push it. Dog and Billy Simon, but if, if, if the thing is on, you can see the scales. If without it, then you're relying on a distinctive color, but that's, uh, we're going to get, there's a simon about Dog and also, we'll, maybe we'll get to that one day. Um, okay, that's cooler number one. Cooler number two is that they're not insisting on Bishul Yisrael. Now, Bishul Akam is treif. Bishul Yisrael is not a chumrah. I once got very annoyed. A guy called me up in the OU. He called me up. He wanted to know. He heard a rumor. Are we makbed on Bishul Yisrael? So I said, uh, we makbed Bishul Yisrael, meaning do we not allow Bishul Akam? So he said, yeah, I guess that's the question. So I said, yeah, we keep Shabbos also, and Taras Mishpacha and other things. Uh, there is no, you can't be an Orthodox contrast agency and not hold, you've got to solve the problem of Bishu Yisrael. Either it's Bishu Yisrael or you have to paskin that it's not Bishu Lakum, which is what the whole next sim is about. 
There are many examples of things that are not Bishlaka in the first place. Not all Shulchan Malachim, and it's not Chai. There are many other Eterim. But you've got to figure out what the Heter is. So I assume that's what he meant to ask. And I try to explain that to him. He said, no, 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 I heard that they all use not Makbana at all. <laughs> that's slightly inaccurate. Uh, where that rumor comes from is the fact that their biggest selling item, which is OU tuna fish, which is uh, every American businessman, uh, thanks to the OU, whenever they travel anywhere all over the world, is you can go anywhere and eat. Uh, that's, what they, that's what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, so that is not Bishi Yisrael. Uh, Mashkiach didn't turn on the fire. So the question is, how did they solve the problem? So believe it or not, the OU has a tshuva with 10 sniff from the hokel. Not 9, not 8. It's a fascinating tshuva, we'll do it in Mitzvah Shem, where they 10 sniff from the hokel. That's pretty good. If you can have a tshuva with answering up a 10 sniff from the hokel, that's pretty solid, no pun intended. Um, of course, many others feel <laughs> that, uh, I couldn't resist, many, other, many others feel that, um, that instead of having an answer with 10 sniff from the hokel, why don't you just have Bishi Yisrael, you want for the kashas. Okay. It's not a tiny in the OU. The OU, when you're doing a special run on a Hamish company, you're able to do that. You do a run for two weeks, you have enough supply for six months. It's hard to do that if you're, if you're certifying the major companies that are, have a worldwide presence all over the place. It's just very difficult to do. I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff on, on, on the ships after they catch them. And they're, 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 they're plants all over creation, in Puerto Rico and here and there. And they run all the time. It's very, very expensive. They're not willing to pay for that. So they have very good heterim. Um, one of the heterim, by the way, one of the ten was written long before the heter became a lot better. And that is, that it's Nechel Kamoshu Chai with the advent of sushi. And they wrote the tshuva when sushi wasn't popular. Now it's a, very, it's a much better heter. That's just a sneak preview. So anyway, I had a company, and it was a smaller company, and I figured if I could make a tikkun, why not? Why, shouldn't, why should I make a tikkun instead of relying on ten sniff and the I can actually make a bishi Yisrael. And we had requests for it, and uh, Shaila, whether we put Bishi Yisrael in the can or not, a different story. But uh, they had just come out with the technology. This sounds archaic, by the way, because we could do... There are people running their houses with air conditioning the lights from, the, from their iPhone today. So this, is, this was, uh, this was uh, 20, uh, almost 25 years ago. And they came out with the technology from a phone like this. You can turn on their oven from New York to Alaska. And I uh, almost had a deal with them after much haggling back and forth that I was going to turn on their oven every morning during the season, or me or one of my proxies, and we're going to make a Bishi Yisrael. It's a fabulous idea. That was cutting-edge technology. And they were very nervous. Rabbi, what happens if you come late to the office? Rabbi, what happens if you take off? <laughs> they had a million and one caches. But that was the idea. The question is, is that Groma? Because he's tiny that Groma is no good to make it, to make it Pasi Yisrael, and it probably wouldn't be good for Bishi Yisrael. So remind me on Monday we're up to that and we'll talk about whether using the phone is grammar or not.